Welcome to the Personal Innovation Podcast, brought to you by PersonalInnovationHub.com. This podcast is all about igniting dreams, passions, careers, and social impact. The objective is for us all to master our inner gifts, create our own future, and live our lives as a love story while leaving a dent on the universe. And now, here's your host, Eric Suryram. Hello, Innovation family. I am Eric Serum, your personal innovation evangelist. My work is simply to make us all think bigger about who we are, what we do in a unique way, and how we can change the world by doing work we love. Remember to subscribe to the Personal Innovation Podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And on Android, get a Stitcher or TuneIn app. Find time to visit personalinnovationhub.com. It is where you want to go if you're thinking of building a career based on your dreams, passions, and use it to impact the world. In this episode of your Motivational Personal Innovation Podcast, I bring to you an interesting chat between me and a very, very interesting personality that you are about to find out about. Hello, my friend. Are you ready to help my listeners dream no matter how small, become more passionate about their dreams, create their own unique careers, and leave a dent on the universe? Ever ready, Eric. Let's do this. Wow. Interesting. Would you rather innovate or stagnate? And why? Well, um, I would always go for innovate. I mean, as an, as an entrepreneur, I, I also believe that like, the world is actually where it is today because of innovate. And, you know, if people used to say that, okay, fine, we are going to stagnate, I don't think the world would have moved forward. Technology and everything in terms of advancement and everything deals with individuals innovating what they actually believe in. So they'll always go for innovate instead of stagnate. Wow. I know you never want to be stagnant. You want to move on. And that is why it is good to innovate. Can you please tell us a bit more about yourself? Well, the name goes by Randy Kote. I'm a fitness coach. Um, I was born and raised in Ghana. And, you know, um, I schooled in Achimota School. I schooled in KNUST. And... I did my national service at GCNet, and now I'm a full-time fitness coach and fitness model. Wow. What puts you on fire today? What is your passion? Well, you know, what, 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 what actually drives me to do what I do um, is the fact that um, I live in a country where, you know, obesity is actually rising at a very, very high rate. And I feel like a lot of people are not doing much about it. I feel like, you know... Um, People are always um, chasing uh, money in this day and era. People are always chasing money and, and more than their health, you know. So then the zeal actually comes from the fact that people ignore their health so much. And that's something that drives me to want to help in that sector. Wow. Interesting. Since childhood, tell us, what have you always dreamt or fantasized to be? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I, I'd always wanted to be a pilot. You know, when I was, since I was young, I'd always wanted to be a pilot. And... I had this dream. I'd fantasized about it a lot. So I got to um, junior high school, and I realized I couldn't be a pilot, mostly because I had an eye problem. And, you know, you, you can't have an eye problem in fly a plane. It just doesn't work out. They just can't risk human lives like that. So that killed my passion. So then I was a bit confused, you know, when I got to senior high and stuff. I didn't even know what to do. I was like, okay, this is something I've always wanted to do. So now what do I do now? So... Uh, my final year in senior high, my final year in Achimoto school, 
I, I, I developed a zeal for fitness and I knew that was the path that I wanted to take for the rest of my life. Wow, you developed the zeal and you knew yeah. that was the path you wanted to take yes. throughout your yeah. life. That's very yeah. powerful. What percentage yeah. of what you do today did you learn from school? <laughs> I think just 10%. Just 10%. <laughs> just- just ten percent. Just ten percent. You know. You know. You know. Most. 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 Most of the. Uh, uh, um, the way our our education system is structured here, it doesn't help our young ones do what they really want. It's mostly things that are expected of you to do. You know. And I wanted to do fitness. And as of now, I don't think there's a school that actually teaches. You know fitness training or, you know, personal training and stuff like that. So a lot of the things that I know, a lot of the things that I learned are mostly online, okay? A lot of the things are mostly online. So wow. I would say... Do you know what you do for, for my listeners? What are what some of the things that you are good at today that were not learned through traditional education? Just list for us about three things that you are very good at today that you didn't learn through traditional education. I think real life marketing one, um, branding two, um, um, yeah, I think I think those are the two main things. Real life marketing. I say real life marketing in the sense that you know there are a lot of things that we learn in school. I did marketing for some part of school, and I feel like marketing as it is, it's not really targeted to favor us here in Africa. I think the marketing, like the books that we read and stuff like that, are, are actually favored for the the white man's country. So I feel like marketing in the Africa sector is something that I had to learn the hard way, unfortunately, on my own. And also branding. Branding how to, you know, how to groom yourself, you know, how to present your brand, how to present your vision to your to your online um, crowd. Target and audience. Like Those are things that I actually learned on my own. Wow. And yes, yeah, target audience. My target audience, yes. That is very powerful. That is very, very powerful. Do you know what I want you to do for me? Tell my listeners, <laughs> tell my listeners who are listening to, listening to this right now and they're thinking, I do not qualify. I am not qualified to become a trainer. I do not qualify to become that person that they want to become. And inside them, they want to do it, but they are telling themselves, this is not what I went to school to study. Tell them something for me. Well, 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 I feel like, I feel like in this world, you should follow your passion. Okay. I feel like you should follow your passion. I feel like everything that you put your mind to it, if you should work your heart out day in and day out, you can achieve it. So then I feel like, you know, always, and you know, this, this, this brings me to my favorite quote. My favorite quote has always been, I failed is 10 times better than someone that said, what if? Because wow. what if never made it to arena? Okay, because there are lots of things that you might be willing to do, but because of the fear of failure, you might not rather do it, you know? And I think that's a bad thing. There's no harm in trying. I mean, you, you ask yourself all the time that what's the worst that can happen in things? What's the worst that can happen? I mean, if you should put something out there, what's the worst that can happen? You won't die. You know, you should give it a try. And you might not know. We all live and we all learn. I think you should not fear to fail is what I can tell your listeners that no matter what you want to be in, in life, never see yourself that you can't be it or it's so big for you because our worst especially are what makes us tomorrow. The wow. worst you tell yourself today is what makes you tomorrow. So never, ever underestimate yourself. Always give it a try. If you failed, at least you can have an excuse and say, oh, I tried, you tried. and I failed. 
It's yeah. better than someone that said, mm, mm, what if I tried? No, no, no. What wow. if it's just you, repeat, repeat that quote for me again. Just repeat the quote. I failed is 10 times more better than someone that said, what if? Wow. Because what if never went to the arena? Let's move forward. Entrepreneurship or employment? Which, or, uh-huh. which one of these two will you choose any day and why? <laughs> Entrepreneurship. Why? Entrepreneurship. Because I feel like employment makes you comfortable. This is not general, though, but it's my personal you know, perspective that I feel like employment makes you comfortable. You know, people say that, okay, entrepreneurship is hard and, you know, it's difficult and stuff like that. But one thing that I feel that comes to entrepreneurship is the fact that it moves you, makes you a better person. I mean, if things get hard and you are, you are hungry and you don't have food to eat, nobody will tell you to find a way to get work for yourself. But, you know, with employment, it's always like, okay, at the end of the month, whether I work well, I don't work well, this amount of money is coming. And, I mean, I feel like you don't, you don't get better yourself. You don't get much experiences as compared to entrepreneurship as compared to hustling as compared to doing things your way as compared to getting things for yourself so then i'll choose entrepreneurship any day anytime anyway innovation family it is entrepreneurship any day anywhere for my friend randy randy tell us what will you say is your career today do you think it is a bad fit job or is it a dream job that you've always dreamt about will you say it is your bridge job what is your career today well, I'm someone that never believes in plan B. So then I'd never call a job a bridge job. Everything I do, I do it like fully. That's This is how I am. And as I told you earlier, it hasn't been my dream job for a long time. But I feel like, you know, God puts us on different paths to find out our passion one way or another. You know, and now it's actually my dream job, even though it wasn't my dream job in the beginning. Okay. And... Right now, I am a fitness entrepreneur. I don't want to limit myself as being a fitness coach, a fitness model, you know, or, or, or you know, a personal trainer or whatever. It's a fitness entrepreneur. Tell I us, feel like, Randy, just do this for us. Mm-hmm, Tell mm-hmm. us ab- about fitness entrepreneurship. <laughs> there are people practicing social entrepreneurship. There are people into different types of entrepreneurship. But you are a fitness entrepreneur. What yeah. does this mean? Okay, so, you know, generally an entrepreneur will be someone who has a vision, has a purpose, and has a way of showing it to people and motivating people to also believe in him or herself to become just like them. So I feel like with fitness, as my, my job, being fit, being fitness entrepreneur is a way that I use fitness to help motivate people, a way that I use fitness to help inspire people to believe in the self. Let's take the gym, for instance, okay? I feel like the gym is a metaphor to life, okay? In the sense that you're in the gym and you're working out, you don't just see trying to work out or trying to achieve a goal as just a common thing. You take it as a metaphor to life. A metaphor to life in the sense that, let's say you're trying to lose fat. You keep on trying every day. Sometimes you feel, sometimes you don't feel, but in the long run, you end up reaching your goal. That way you can link it to life that even if things go wrong in your life, due to the fact that you've actually had that belief in yourself that, okay, I can achieve this goal, I can lose 10 kg, I can lose 20 pounds, you know, that would also help you motivate you. So then being a fitness entrepreneur is just a way of impacting the fitness directly on people to help them inspire themselves, to help them motivate themselves in their daily endeavors. That's the difference between being a fitness entrepreneur 
uh, being a fitness coach or a fitness model or whatever, but then being an entrepreneur is how you can use your personality to also help inspire and motivate and raise people. Randy, this is very important, and I'm I'm loving I'm loving this so far because what you're doing is creating a solution for people, and mm-hmm. all entrepreneurs mm-hmm. will do this. They will create a solution mm-hmm. to the demands or the needs of their yeah. target audience, yeah. and that is what you're doing in the field of inter- uh, of, of fitness. You are creating mm-hmm. a solution that only does not yield returns. Uh, for your investment, but mm-hmm. also inspires people to yeah. reach out to their goals. Wow, exactly. this is powerful, and I'm loving it. But Thank how you, did you discover your career path? <laughs> Tell us about how the whole journey started for you. Okay, so, I mean, over the four-year period I spent at Achimoto Senior High, you know, the quest to become a fitness model and a coach, you know, it started with a simple dream of self-improvement, I should say. You know, in an effort to achieve my ideal body, I found myself continuously seeking ways to be fit. You know, in the school gym, as well as the sports field, well, I used to play sports like hockey, football, handball, to mention a few, as well as my involvement in the athletics team. It gave me a greater understanding of, you know, the love for fitness. And also... My 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 lifetime indulgence in fitness has led me to understand these mental and physical benefits of my fitness foundation. Okay, so then way back when I was in school, I just used to want to develop myself. I was very skinny, I was very weak, and I was like, oh, let me just try and develop myself and be stronger, you know, for the fields and for you know the sports and stuff like that. And I did, and I realized that it gave me the satisfaction. I realized that it made me a better person. And I also realized that it it also drew this amount of respect towards me. You know, back then when I was very lazy and I didn't used to improve myself, nobody used to look at me. But now that I entered fitness and I tried to better myself, and I'm like, whoa, this thing seems to be good. So all of a sudden, people that didn't even used to look at me in that light, you know, came to me and started asking me for advice and stuff like that. And I used to teach them a lot when I was in school. And it worked. And I was like, wow, this is something that I love to do. You know, this is something that I, I enjoy doing. So then I'm like, this is what I also felt was my path. That's just how the whole fitness thing started with me. Wow. Just by improving myself and enjoying the process and enjoying making other people better. Wow. That's just the possible line of it. Yeah. Great. That's powerful. What would you say is your career goal? What, what is the goal that you want to achieve with this path that you are charting for yourself? You know, um, my goal right now, especially, is is, is, is is in this country, for instance. I just want people to get to that level where they can actually question the government, you know, for not investing that much into their fitness and health. You know, not just saying government, okay, uh, come and do rules for us, come and, come and do, you know, uh, uh, um, um, factories and stuff like that. I want to prioritize fitness as things that it becomes a number one priority for the government here. Wow. Not just in Ghana, but in Africa. That's because that's because I pri- also I believe like it's so ignored and it's, it's just a fun. Wow. I'm loving this. I'm loving this truly, uh, honestly, because I know that sound minds live in a healthy body. Uh, and the moment we exactly. have a lot of people with sound mind, um, and then mm-hmm. they, are, they, they have healthy bodies, the economy will strive. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Because I ask myself this question all yeah. the time. I mean, 
yeah, I'm like, you know, people always want to strive for money and work hard for money. I get that. It's very important. But then what's the point in working your whole life for money? If you are going to spend the rest of, if you are going to spend all of that money on expensive medicine in the long run. Wow. 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 Then what's the point? Then you buy this one, not just work for money. So you should never ignore your health. You know, for the excuse of saying, I'm busy, I don't have time, it's tough. Would you rather be busy now and not, and, and, you know, take care of your health and in the long run, you rather spend all your money on expensive drugs because you ignored your health when you were working? Wow. Innovation family, please. Wow. Innovation family, please do not ignore your health. It is very important. Don't get too busy with your day-to-day activities and ignore your health. And that is what our guest today is telling us. Based on the concept of personal innovation, we believe that all humans are unique. What will you say is that particular skill or ability, personality traits or talent that makes you stand out from anyone else who does exactly what you do today? I I feel like the way I relate to people, you know, I've been told this by a lot of people, not just my friend, my family, and, you know, people I meet in the first time that there's just this thing about me that makes them relatable to me. You know, I have... I think God has blessed me with the, the, the spirit of interacting with people very easily that I meet people just the first time and, you know, I just easily interact with you. So I think that's what makes me stand out out of all other people, you know, the, 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 the fact that I can touch on that part of the human side. That's what I feel. Wow. I'm can you, can you tell us what daily or weekly habits or activities you have incorporated into your life that is contributing to your success? Yeah, um, praying to start with, to start with praying, never ignoring God first and foremost. Secondly, writing down goals. You know, I feel like this is one thing that has really been ignored by a lot of people, writing down goals. You know, there are a lot of things that we want to be in life and then people are like, oh, it's in my head and I remember it. No, I feel like actually taking a pen and paper and literally writing down your goals it's something that if you, if you should incorporate in your life today, it's going to take you a long way. Wow. In your entrepreneurial life, in your personal life, what challenges do you face in your career today? And how are you working to win the game? <laughs> I mean, fitness, as I told you earlier on in Ghana, is very tough right now, you know, especially being a fitness entrepreneur. You know, there's this stereotype, you know, that's attached to people that are fitness coaches and, you know, fitness trainers and stuff like that. They're not really giving them, I, I feel like they're not really giving them much respect, you know, as they demand, you know, considering the fact that they, they, they take care of the human health just as doctors and other important people in our society, you know. So one of the challenges that I face is also the fact that people underprioritize their health, you know, trying to reach out to them. People are always like, oh, I don't really see it to be that much serious and stuff like that. Trying to get the message across is what's, what's, what's quite difficult right now. And also doing it via social media is not, it's not something that's easy, you know, especially when it comes with the branding and, you know, how to make the things look, you know, work out videos, work out guys and stuff like that. It's actually been a challenge, you know, letting people understand and letting people appreciate what they should appreciate. That's wow. just one thing that... Tell, tell me, what is that unique thing that differentiates you from anyone else who also says that I am a fitness coach, I am a fitness entrepreneur, that Randy attribute or Randy appeal 
I feel like I'm the fitness guy that wants you to succeed in your fitness health more than any other fitness coach. Because I, I get more satisfaction when I see my clients successful in their fitness journey, even more than the monetary aspect. So I feel like I'm the guy that is more concentrated or more into your actual improvements than what you are going to give me in return. That's what makes me stand out. That's what I feel makes me stand out. Wow. Innovation family. For Randy, it is not about him. It is not about how much he's charging you, but it is about your satisfaction. It is about how you feel at the end of the day and how you'll be able to acknowledge his effort in your life. It is about what value he's adding to your life. And that is powerful. And that is all we call personal innovation. Ow. This is good. How will you define personal innovation then? How important do you think this concept is to everybody's career today? Well, I feel like, you know, uh, if you're if you're indulging in a career, you would you would want the best for your career more than any other person. Okay. So personal innovation, as it may sound, is one thing that's very important in the sense that it, it it's it's a form of innovation that's makes you, I don't know, that suits your career path more than any other person in your eyes. That's what I feel. So I feel like personal innovation is something that is very important when it comes to entrepreneurs in the sense that you feel more satisfied with your work if you 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 you, you push yourself to be that innovative in that light compared to the fact that you have to follow a set like already written set of guidelines. Wow. That's how I believe personal innovation is very important in your field of work. People do not follow that guideline. Break the rules and become the champion in your chosen field. Tell us, exactly. Randy, who is that one individual, that icon, that celebrity, a mentor, or a coach that you look up to in everything you do and why? Well, uh, there, are lot, there, are lot, there are lots of people that I look up to, you know, to be a fitness entrepreneur, you know, it entails motivation, it entails a lot of things. So then I feel like I tap from a lot of people. I can mention a few. I can mention a few. Um, I think I can mention Greg Plitz. He's always been my mentor for a very long time. If if, if I should answer just one person. And my number one mentor of all people is God. You know, I, I, I really look up to God. And, you know, I, I might not be, you know, that sharp a Christian though, but... I do my best. And if you read your Bible, I mean, <laughs> I think that's it. That, 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 that has a lot of knowledge and wisdom in it. I look up to Google first and nothing else. Great. Yeah. Do you think you're a brand today? Do you believe you can become a brand if you don't think you are there yet? That will drive emotions, loyalty, credibility, and return on investment and be remembered even when you are no more? I don't think I'm a brand today. I actually know that I'm a brand today. And it's a brand that's going to leave legacy for ages to come. Wow, you know, you are definitely aware that you are a brand today and you will surely leave a legacy yes. in the minds yes. of your target audience yes. in ages to come. That's powerful. I love that. Exactly. But what steps have you taken exactly. in the past to ensure that you arrive at where you are today so you can be remembered? Well, um, personal improvements to start with, as I always spoke about, you know, getting better and also getting better by the day and also brand improvement in the sense of, you know, getting a website and, you know, 
stuff like that that has to do with the brand, you know, updating my social media, always keeping up with things that are going on. Those are like little, little steps that have moved me from uh, nobody to, I would say, uh, somebody today. Wow. So what advice would you give to that person who is also planning to build a career in a niche, not necessarily in fitness, but in some other niche? What advice would you give that person today? The advice I give everybody else that I failed is 10 times better than someone that said, what if? Always, 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 always ignore the fear of failure. Always tell yourself, what's the worst that can happen? And still take that step. I mean, always rather have the excuse of knowing that, oh, I tried it and this is the result. And than actually saying that, oh, it was difficult. And there's one thing I've learned in life that there's nothing like failure. You either win or you learn. Wow. You either so win never be afraid to or you learn. Or you learn. There's no yes. losing in this there's game. There's no losing. You either win or you learn. Yes. Great. 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 There's no losing in it. Wow. It is said that your network is your net worth, which implies that we need to always think about who we know and who knows us to help advance our dreams and careers. How do you go about networking with people necessary to achieve your dreams and build that career that you are yearning to build for yourself? Well, I feel like if you put in the work enough, you know, people recognize you and people also see what you do. So I feel like with networking, it's best if you always go in with the idea of something to offer to someone. You can't just go into networking and trying to build a network with someone if you have nothing to offer. So the way I go about my network is always, you know, reaching out to people with something to offer, probably in mostly in the field of fitness to be in a way of maybe getting your diet plan or helping you lose weight or helping you lose fat. And in return, you might also help me in a certain way. So networking is something I believe that no matter how you would want to go into, you should have something that you should be able to offer. That's how I, also, I mostly grew up on networking. Wow. My innovation family, don't go cap in hand asking for yes. value, but exactly. go with value. Go and deliver value, and people yeah. will remember you for who you are. And that is powerful. I believe that strong brands are those that impact society positively. Randy, tell us, what are you doing today to impact society? Um, with, with your fitness um, projects? Well, for now, um, I'm working on the, the first, if I'm, I stand to be corrected, but the first... Ghanaian food 90 day diet plan that's one thing i'm doing to impact my society that i feel like a lot of people want to lose fat especially but they don't know what to eat they don't know when to eat they don't even know how to eat so i've taken it upon to myself i've taken it upon myself to come up with a diet plan i'm working with a couple of nutritionists here and there to come up with a diet plan a 90 day diet plan that is fully Ghanaian. okay to help my Ghanaian citizens also lose fat the Ghanaian way. And that's a project that I'm working on vividly right now. Wow. And that project will surely Amen. impact society Amen. positively. Wow. And see, if you're listening right now, check out Randy on all platforms. Yes. Randy Kote on all platforms. And follow him on that diet plan that will help you achieve what you exactly. want to achieve in the, in, regarding exactly. your health. Wow, interesting. All right, so at this point, what I want us to do 
is for you to tell us what tools you are using. What tools are you using? Open your <laughs> tools box for us. Mm-hmm. What tools are you using in your professional and mm-hmm. personal life that you would want to recommend? Uh-huh. Well, I think business. if you're building a brand, I mean, right now the standard of brands have really increased. And if you're building a brand, you should look at social media. Social media is the beast right now. You know, back in the day where there used to be a lot of doors to do right now, social media is the beast. You can make a post and reach thousands of people just in an instant. So I feel like as a brand, you should work on your social media. And also working on your social media, <clears throat> you should work on content that is much more relatable to people. Okay. And also try to go HD, try to improve yourself every now and then. Always learn on the internet, see the new trends that are coming up and, you know, try to update yourself. Those are basically my tools that I also use that has, has made me who I am and got me to where I am now. Wow. So tell us again, what do you do to make sure you stay educated, knowledgeable and up to date as far as your area of expertise and the industry internet. is concerned? The internet has everything. The internet. So... So it's the internet yes, the internet university. <laughs> wow, interesting. Randy, I believe that strong brands are those who are able to communicate their vision and mission and values to stakeholders. Even though you've told us how uh, you're using social media to spread your message, tell us the specific tools which social media networks are working better for you today. LinkedIn. For now, it used LinkedIn. to be Instagram. Then Facebook, but for now, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, the response on LinkedIn is just amazing. I feel like people on LinkedIn are, are, are more relatable to what I do than other social medias, you know? So that I feel like for now, LinkedIn is what is actually doing it for me right now. Wow. Innovation family, just go out there and test. Do a lot of tests. Try the platforms and see which one resonates with your target exactly. audience. You see, he's currently using LinkedIn, and that is the platform that people who really need his service are responding on. Check out which platform is good for your industry and go with that platform. And that is a very big, a very great idea. Wow, interesting. Randy, let's go into our personal innovation challenge mm-hmm. now. Tell me, what passion project would you pursue in the next few months? So we can celebrate your success in the next uh, the next time we meet. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So currently, I'm working on changing the lives of ten lucky women in Ghana. I'm working on doing this free transformation for ten lucky women in Ghana, where I pick them personally. I pick them randomly and train them personally and transform their lives. So then that's just the next project that I'm working on, and I it goes wow. very very well. I love this project. If you're a listener of the Personal Innovation Podcast, please go out there and reach out to Randy. Tell Randy, exactly. I am that person you want to change my <laughs> life. Sure. Shoot him a message on his LinkedIn. Uh, send him a message. Uh, send him a message and tell him, I am that woman. I am that man who is uh, not comfortable the way I'm looking, the way I'm feeling today, and I would want you to transform me. And that will be a challenge that we'll be proud of. Wow. We all have to constantly evolve, adapt to new realities, and be accountable for ourselves and and think creatively if we want to survive. Tell my listeners, that final wisdom nugget, that final guidance, 
that will help them follow their passion, follow their dreams, and create that career like you're doing. As always, and as always will be, I failed as 10 times better than someone that said what if, because what if never went to arena. So please, please, please always ignore the fear of failure. Always ask yourself that what's the worst that can happen and still take it. And always know that you never lose. Either you win or you learn. Wow. Peace wow. out. Wow. Powerful. Randy, let's, before, before you go, are you ready to make your personal innovation pledge? I'm now? very ready to make my personal innovation pledge. Let's do this. So you... <clears throat> Great, great. So, so you repeat after me. I pledge to continue living my dream. I pledge to continue living my dream. I pledge to think bigger about who I am and change the world by doing what I love. I pledge to think bigger about who I am and change the world by doing what I love. So help me, so God. So help me, God. Ooh, on behalf of the Innovation family, we have witnessed your pledge and we pray you fulfill it. Randy, thank you very much for honoring the invitation to be on the Personal Innovation Podcast. My pleasure. I'm always honored, Eric. Always honored. Thank you, sir. Great, 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 great. Listeners, I am stoked to have you on this platform. And you know how we do it. Go out there and live your dream. Go out there and live your life as a love story. Thank you so much, sir. Remember to subscribe because there's more to come. Follow Eric on Twitter at Sir Eric Suryram A and on Facebook, facebook.com slash personal innovation hub. Remember to rate and review the show. Share this with friends who need to hear.